I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, damn it! Ah, would have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You want your file? I found you your file. You want it out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you some. Now, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you blind. No use to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlet. I know you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was going to love me? Who, who was going to make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost and wait this minute. When you and Guy come over and supper with us tonight, what do you say? Hello and welcome to another episode of The Best Supporting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov, and God bless Laurie Metcalf. <laughs> and my name is Colin Drucker, and how long do you think the big R will stay sound? <laughs> oh, that was almost my line. Uh, I almost I did it. I could feel it. I could yeah, feel it. I mean, I that's like, what... he's going to say it. It was a highlight for me. Yeah, the big R. The big R. Ugh. Yes, and I mean, I agree. God bless Laurie Metcalf. In, yeah. Uh, really, I think, I hope this isn't hyperbole. It isn't just me riding the high of having just watched it again. But I think this is one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I would say if if someone is hearing that and hasn't seen this episode too, to not... It's like everything about this episode is in nuance. It's like wrapped in nuance and subtlety and like a lot of layers. But like it is beautifully acted by Laurie and Dan or um, John Goodman. And it's just I feel like this is one of those episodes like even though it's not it's like tonight on a very special episode mm-hmm. of Roseanne. Like nothing crazy happens. It's just like very natural and like but there's so much more under the surface of uh of what this episode might appear to be through the lens of someone else uh but i i really really like this episode and i've, I've not seen it so this is the first time oh uh, good yeah um, yes now of course for folks who don't read the titles because you like to live on the wild side we are <laughs> of course talking about season two episode 15 of roseanne called an officer and a gentleman which uh, infamously uh, barely features Roseanne, but is a complete and total showcase for Jackie slash Laurie Metcalf. Um, And is, and like, yes, to your point, is it has that like special episode vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, the, The backstory of it is that they wrote this episode because there was like a feud between Roseanne and then, and the show creator, Matt Williams. And I think they feuded over some line and she was like, I don't know, you know, just didn't want to be a part of the, of the episode. So they wrote this episode to basically write her out of it for that week. Um, and so this had just kind of happened as like a way of mitigating conflict with Roseanne Barr, and, and, you know, from that labor gave birth to this beautiful baby episode. Yeah. Uh, Which John Goodman has said is his favorite episode of Roseanne. Oh, no way. Yeah. So That makes uh, it so much better. I love that. Yeah, just to kind of put that lens on it as well. So uh, you are, because I know you spoke about it previously too, you are, are you still like currently working your way through or did you just kind of first three seasons and then you kind of stopped for a bit? Like what is your Roseanne journey currently? 
I watched the entire show up until the last season, and then the oh, wheels wow. okay. just fell off my car because it was so bad. Like, <laughs> it, it there there is something there is something about the journey, especially binging Roseanne of the decline, going into yeah. the last you know the, the second to last season. It's like oh, I can feel something. I feel like you know this this wine's about to turn, and then it is pure balsamic vinegar by the last season it is it's just unwatchable and so the final episode the final moments of the final episode are brilliant but Mm -hmm. i don't think i think you can just skip to them you know uh but yeah so i watched the entire show and some of the connors and as you know i hate the connors (laughs) hate watching the con i just saw i was i looked up laurie metcalf's imdb and i saw a poster for the connors and they all have masks on like like the quilt on the back of the couch i mean i thought it was very cute i was like maybe i'll buy this for colin if it that is my that is I think that was the moment. That was the moment for me when I was like, you know, I'm done with you, Connors. I'm done with you. This is so yes. sanctimonious. And I just was done. Um, <laughs> not that I'm anti mask. It was just there's something about it that just the Connors is just so full of itself and its message. And it's so the opposite of this episode. It yeah. is so not subtle. Um but that is, you know, you, you can love parts of something and not the whole of it. Uh, so that's true. Uh, I, yeah. Going back to that, even that idea, it's like, gosh, I wish I could do not do. But like, I wish I could just like talk to show. I know it's all about money at the end of the day, too. But like, I feel honestly, there are very few shows that I could think of off the top of my head that have like like every season is solid. Like, I feel like you should never go above four seasons mm-hmm. or five seasons. And I get it because people are just ravenous. And like the longer it goes, the more records it sets, the more opportunity for like Emmys and fandoms and stuff like that. But there is a point where, I mean, I just feel like it's hard to write a TV show and keep it really engaging and, you know, kind of staying true to whatever it was at the beginning. But like the beginning, the beginnings are always the best part because you're figuring yeah. it out. Sometimes it, it isn't like I, 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 you know, you think of Parks and Rec and that first season that was like not as clunky as I remember, to be honest, on a rewatch mm. when Keon and I rewatched it recently, like last summer or something. But I don't know, like season two and three are always like the best seasons. And then it's just mm-hmm. uh, there's always that inevitable slump. And then like potentially in this case too, um, you know, a good finale. Yeah, it's there's something about a show like finding its footing in the second or third season or finding its groove that I think is mm-hmm. um it, I think there's something about the combination between it being familiar by the time you get to the second season and the show getting good where you're like, "Okay, I'm invested and everything's happening and I know what's going on and I'm yeah. intrigued about what's going on" versus like when a show right out of the gate the first season just like goes balls to the wall you have to kind of catch up with it you know um yeah and not that i want a show that like when some when people say oh yeah it's a great show give it like four or five episodes i'm like are you kidding me i'm not gonna give it four or five episodes i'm not gonna give four or five hours of my life you know of not enjoying something till i enjoy it um yeah so there's like that balance right like i think dead to me is a show that like hits the ground running yes. but uh i think like then by the second season it was like things got even more kind of twisted and you know like intense but it was and i guess in some ways kind of um found its groove even more than the first season um yeah. 
but like I was intrigued from the start, you know? Yeah, I think of, uh, you know, a lot of dramas fall into that category, but even like Pen15, I mean, I know it's only mm. been two seasons, but like, talk about packing a punch and like two totally different brands of Pen15 from season one to season two that are still just as compelling to watch. Mm-hmm. I think comedies, I don't know, I don't know who has a, more of a difficult job. They're both difficult to write. It's, it's just difficult to write good television and kind of anticipate that, but um, I feel like if I attempted to write anything like a TV show, like I would just like write the pilot and like four episodes after and be like out of ideas. And that's why you have a writer's room, obviously. Right. Too. But like I can imagine that process. Gosh, it's and then it's just like you have to get approved by the network. It's like this whole sort of I don't I want to say flawed system. But like I, I wonder if if, you know, if more shows are just kind of left to their own vices, uh, that uh, vices or devices. What am I trying to say? Left their own devices. Device, yes. (laughs) That I just like wonder if networks stayed out of it, like what would we see instead? But I mean, we'll Mm -hmm. never really know, to be honest. But um, that's kind of the end of my thought. Roseanne. Yeah. (laughs) I, in this weird way, forget that it's a TV show. Like, though, I believe in the world of Lanford and I believe that this house is real. Like, there's so much like thought put into the the wardrobe and to the set dressings and to just like the props like everything yeah. just feels so real that I'm like oh god like I think that was why I didn't want to watch it when I was younger because I was like oh I don't want to like I want to watch I want to watch rich people you know what I mean like I didn't want to see like real people and real stories you know oh yeah I mean that is that is the exact like recipe for why this that why this show was such a huge game changer for like just like the common you know it's not leave it to beaver it's roseanne and dan you know Mm -hmm. it's 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 like there there are people that look like real people that like have financial struggles and like family conflicts and everything else that like real people go through which is why i mean it's not like a like spoiler alert alert roseanne was really groundbreaking everyone knows that at this point too but it's it really is great and i i remember watching it like i was kind of young-ish when it came out but i remember watching it like with my family but i it's kind of fuzzy like i i'm due for like a rewatch and i know it's great Mm -hmm. too oh so okay so roseanne for you is like a show you saw when you were a kid this isn't like a a recent rewatch you know in any way yeah, um, this is, I I would say, like, bits and pieces when I was a kid, and then maybe I would catch a few on, like, TV. Like, I mm-hmm. know, like, I feel like there's a Halloween episode that's really popular. Obviously, the one where they smoke weed is really great. Right, um, right. That's a great episode. And it is Jackie's episode. great in that episode, too. The jig is up. Um, I, <laughs> and... But yeah, it's it is. It's real care. Like, just seeing, like, characters like Crystal. Like, oh, oh my I gosh. Know. I we know. request Natalie West. <laughs> yeah. Crystal. Shout out to Lady Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Assistant to the BSA of this episode. Oh, is, yes. Is I mean, Natalie West. Yeah. It's great. Uh, I guess uh, it's. Shall we get into it? Maybe yeah. that's our entry point. I don't even know. Where, where do you want to yeah. start? Yeah. Let's, let's dive in. Let's dive into this episode. So the. The overview for anyone who doesn't know, and of course, this is available on Amazon Prime, uh, highly recommended. And it's the kind of thing where, like, I think you could watch this episode without having seen any other episodes of Roseanne and just knowing yeah. who the characters are. And it still works. Like, it almost works mm-hmm. like a one-act play, you know? Yeah, it really does. Yes. Um, but, like, I think kind of knowing the larger context, seeing Dan and Jackie's relationship throughout the series, like, 
then going back and watching this episode, like it's like, oh my god, there's so much impact. Like it's yes, it's such a fascinating relationship. But uh, in this episode, Roseanne is we only see her in the first scene and the last scene. We see um, her leaving in the beginning to go. Uh, her father fell and is in the hospital, so she's going uh, down to wherever her folks live to go. You know, uh, check on him, and so. Jackie is going to be, you know, as Roseanne says, on Monster Watch while she's gone because Dan's been busy with work, blah, blah, blah. And so then really the episode is kind of like Jackie's evolution. I almost feel like it's this mini version of the movie Uncle Buck where she like <laughs> learns, which is actually funny because she's in Uncle Buck, Laurie Metcalf. So um, I've never seen Uncle Buck. Oh, no surprise to anyone. No who, surprise. Yeah. Of course. Uncle Buck is so Good. Is that John Candy? Yes. Oh, okay. I can Uncle picture like Buck. the movie poster. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Oh my god! Like I can't believe you don't know about Molly Russell's Wart. Oh, okay. This is. Oh my god. All right. Put yeah. Put that on the short list. Yeah. This would be a nice like you guys could watch it with like Kian's brother or whoever you're there with or you know with his parents maybe like you could watch this with like the family if you all want to watch a movie. That's a. I mean, we're always sort of starving for recommendations because Kian's. Uh, Keon's mom and dad, I mean, he's he's uh, Lebanese, so, like, they speak English, but, like, I think that their sense of humor, my sense of, like, it's, it's I would imagine it's really hard to watch a movie in another mm-hmm. language, even though they've obviously sp- spoken English for, like, uh, years and years and, like, decades. But I think what they really love is just sort of, like, slapsticky, like, comedy like that. So if, if, that's, mm-hmm. the, if that's the brand, then that might be a, a good one. Yeah, I think there's, an, there's enough of that of that John Hughes kind of like, you know, edge of wacky every once in a while that sure. I think they would enjoy. Yeah. There's, okay. there's some, yeah, there's some definite slapstick moments. I think, uh, and I don't think there's any awkward, like sex scenes. Or <laughs> I know. Like yeah. That. I'm always conscious of that. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure like maybe double check, but I don't think there's anything that Perfect. you're going to be sitting uncomfortably through. So, um, but anyway, so aunt Jackie is having her uncle buck experience where she's kind of learning how to be, you know, uh, a good, you know, a good aunt, you know, slash, you know, uh, de facto mom. Uh, and and then kind of what develops is kind of this interesting bond, you know, with Dan uh, that's kind of founded in the fact that they've also known each other since like Dan and, and Roseanne, you know, met in high school. And so, you know, Dan has known Jackie since they were in high school. And, you, you know, you kind of realize like, oh, there was uh, it's sort of the sliding doors of like, what would have happened if Dan and Jackie got together? And that's what I think a lot of what this episode is, yeah. is kind of like what they could have been. Um, and then like, as you know, towards the end of the episode, almost like they almost get to the point of like facing that conversation. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then we get that final moment between them that I get full body chills every time I watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's really sweet. And I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the opening is this first scene is, is Roseanne leaving. And mm-hmm. I feel like this, this stage of Jackie is kind of like the Jackie we typically see is like yes. kind of frazzled, stressed out, um, you know, uh, just like wacky Jackie basically. Yeah. I got a Roseanne. Just go. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, something right. like that. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know why she thinks, you know, why she's stressed. She's the reason why I'm stressed. Like it's always that like <laughs> the constant feud with her mother, um, yes. 
I do love that part where Roseanne was like, all right, so there's stuff in here uh, for breakfast and then, you know, stuff to make the kids lunch. And Jackie's like, okay, so basically the food is in the fridge. Like I like, I think it's kind of like Rose on the Golden Girls. Like I like when the wacky dumb character gets to be the smarter one in the conversation for a moment. Yes, 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 yes. I do love when she says, um, well, I guess I think Roseanne was still in the room or like when she was saying goodbye, she's like, tell daddy I love him. And mom, and <laughs> like mom. just that. Fun. I don't know if that yeah. was on the phone or if that was like. I felt like that was like when Roseanne was still there at the beginning. It's my first it line that I wrote down. Yeah, it was like Rose. Yeah, she says, "Tell Daddy I love him," and then Roseanne leaves, and then she's like putting sugar in her coffee. And mom, yeah, it's, oh it's my like God. great timing. Yeah, Estelle Parsons too. I mean, ugh, yeah, what a gift. Her I hats. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those hats. Oh, my God. Those hats. She always looked like an old lesbian in every episode. I know. It's like very it. Jerry Blank. I don't know why. Like Jerry right. Blank and her have the same wardrobe. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So then I think like the evolution of the episode is then we sort of see like stage one of like, you know, the kids are up. They're, you know, being their rambunctious selves and DJ spills milk on himself. Yes. Uh, and like I feel like it's you know it's it's Jackie underwater. This is kind of like stage mm-hmm. one Jackie. Yeah, absolutely. Oh gosh, I I can't imagine even like spending the last three days with like Keon and his nephews too. Like I'm tired after like ten minutes of playing with them and being a parent. You don't get to rest like ever. No. No. Oh my gosh, they're four and two, I think, which is like, like a great age. But yeah, go ahead. And they're fun, but, like, then sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm bored, you know? Like, yes. I don't want to play this game anymore. Like, I'm not I'm not intellectually stimulated, you know? Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Ugh. And the things DJ. they think they're, that are funny, I'm like, oh, God, I have to, like, fake laugh at that? That's not even funny. That's not clever <laughs> in the least. Sure, sure, Ugh. sure. So, um, so she gets the kids off to school, and I love, yeah, like, <laughs> Roseanne is, like, still on the phone, and you know, Becky leaves, and she's like, no, she already left. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll tell her, you, I'll call her that when she's home. Yes. Uh, else, yeah. Um, and then we get Crystal. Crystal stops by for a visit, uh, and I feel like this is that weird time of day that I always think about, like, I don't know, like, staying homesick from school, or, like, I think about, like, Maybe if I have like the day off from school and I'm like, because my grandparents, we lived like 10 minutes away from them. And so like sometimes mm-hmm. I, you know, stay with them for the day. And I feel like this sort of weird, like starting around like 9 a.m., like everyone's gone to work and gone to school. And it's like that mid morning kind of like, you know what I mean? Like there's just like that weird period of time that I always yep. feel like, um, like Whenever around I, 10, 10, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the sort of like around when, you know, the morning shows are ending and like the, the you know, Jerry Springer and Maury are happening. And like, <laughs> it's just like that. I guess I'll start cleaning the house or start doing my, my chores. Like I just used to, I guess like spending time with my grandmother or like my mom when she wasn't working. I feel like I've always associated that time with like, okay, well now's when like, you know, now's when you kind of like do like the you run the errands while everybody's at work you know yes it's mom time yeah it's mom time yeah mom time um like to be honest like that's the time i'm like most excited about when i stop working at the end of the month is like experiencing mom time yeah that's kind of <laughs> keanu and i were talking about it on the drive up it's like kind of a tangent but not is like when do you find yourself naturally being the most productive during the day and both of us agreed that like 10 
an 11, like between 10 and noon, if I was just going to give it like a two hour like mm-hmm. gap, like that's where I feel. Yeah, granted, I'm like waking up and like I feel pretty good. But like that's kind of when I hit my groove. And I think that that makes sense for like what we're saying. But maybe it, it's like, I don't know, on some level, like I'm also running on mom time, even though I'm not a mom. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's something about that, that like that little, I think what I've always liked about it is it almost feels like, um, if I were to, you know, my fantasy, you know, that I am the mom and everyone is gone is like that 10 to noon window is like, oh, no one's coming home anytime soon. Like I have such possibility, such a sense of possibility, as Clarissa (laughs) says. So that's, that is, oh my God, that I remember, (laughs) I remember like when I was in like high school and like during the summer and when I wasn't working cause I worked at Wegmans and when I, oh, had, I, I love Wegmans. I know. Oh. I love it there. Yeah. And we don't have oh. them in Pittsburgh, which is the saddest thing ever, but go on. Yes. Go no, on. I know there's one in Brooklyn and I feel like that's something I'm going to oh. like, I'm going to take a pilgrimage to Wegmans. Please. Uh, please. As part of my, like, you know, my mom time next month. But uh, (laughs) the mornings when, like, I didn't have, like, the days when I didn't have to go to work and I just had, like, the day to do whatever I wanted, I I remember, like, being in my car and, like, driving, I don't know, going to, you know, Borders or going to wherever, going to the mall or getting a haircut and just feel, and I remember thinking and, like, even, like, saying, ugh, such a sense of possibility. And, like, I just, like, love that feeling. And I think that's... That's what I love about. I mean, I feel like there's lots of moms who are like, yeah, the possibility to do do laundry and buy groceries and clean the bathroom. But in my French vanilla fantasy, my mom time is just like me time, you know? Yeah, I think I start to get bummed out once it hits like two o'clock or oh, like three yeah. o'clock. Because like, especially like, you know, like the Sunday scaries, as it were, uh-huh. like it's. I think like anytime after four o'clock on Sunday is when the sun starts to set like on my mood. I, I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't really dread work. Like it's fine. But like also it's like, oh, it's like Monday's tomorrow. It could be mm-hmm. far worse. I know people like really, really hate their jobs and like absolutely loathe it. But I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Um, but, you know, the weekend's over and then I don't know, Monday's yeah. coming. But either way. It's that feeling, yeah. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. So we get to see Jackie having, you know, uh, she's in her mom time, and Crystal comes over. Yes. Best supporting Crystal with the sweater um, with geese on it. With the goose sweater. Oh my god! <laughs> it's you so know, here's, good. Here's the thing about Natalie West. I don't think I've ever seen her kind of like out of the character of Crystal. So yeah. I don't know how much. Natalie West is Crystal in the way that she walks and the way that she talks. Like it's, I can't tell if this is just like they. Natalie West is is a, you know a, a crazy little goose herself, or if she's just like a great actress. Yeah, is she like a genius that is just really underrated? Because if that is just like something that she thought of and whipped up like as a character, like whoa. Oh, I know. Like, I think of like the how she she has that like that short gait and the way she like holds her pocketbook while she walks. Like, it's this yes. very specific thing. It's, um, yeah, it's like someone's like holding on to like each of her arms and like pushing in. It's just like it's yeah, just kind of like straight, and yeah, rigid. She's, yeah, she's like the March of the Wooden Sol- Soldiers. Uh, <laughs> And so she comes in and, and uh, is is checking in on Jackie mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, and I love this note. I love this note of Laurie Metcalf's of like, oh, well, you're here to check on me. Like she, like that sort of shameful moment that she has, yes, knowing that Crystal's yes. like that. There's concern about her, you know, about how well she's doing. 
Yeah, I mean, I get that way. I mean, I have never been trusted to babysit any child, really. I'm like over the, you know, under the age of like 10, you know what I mean? But I imagine mm-hmm. I would be like this if I had kids at the house. If I didn't have the kids, I don't know. I just think of like, uh, you know, I get most nervous around like babies, like really, oh. really tiny babies. I'm just yeah. like, I feel like I'm holding like, like a stick of dynamite in a way i'm just like how do i do this but once right. they're like i don't know i'm getting better like i I know how to hold a baby now but you know when like new dads don't know how to hold the baby yet and they're just mm-hmm. like Ugh. i i think everyone does go through that phase but um yeah it's like you feel like you should be able to do it or it doesn't seem like that it would take um some getting used to and maybe that's what jackie I feel, you know, that she thought that it would be pretty easy and that it wouldn't be so hard. And it, it's proving to be a little bit more difficult. So there, she's on the defense already. Yeah. But it's, it is, it's important to the episode, I think, too. Yeah, like, I think this is kind of like, you know, Jackie's journey. Uh, and I think, you know, there's also that, and I think this is kind of one of the messages of the show is like, that it is like so much work to, you know, raise a yeah. family and feed mm-hmm. kids and, you know, keep the house clean and like, that, that keeping the house clean is not a vanity project, you know, like that's yes. part of like the health and hygiene of the home, you know, like it's a pretty yeah. important task. Um, you know, just don't do your dishes for a few days and tell me how you feel, you know? Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I appreciate Jackie's, you know, uh, the journey she's on, but uh, yeah, she gets very defensive with Crystal and, you know, goes in on her, on her, you know, what is it? Her, her makeup, kits and her yeah. and her pink kitchen chairs yes the way she says i can't even imitate it because i forgot how she says it but she's like the way she says oh she's like oh i'm sorry you don't like my kitchen chairs oh. the way that- <laughs> yes. i'm so glad you caught that oh, yes. it was so funny it was so good <laughs> she's like oh, oh wow i'm okay well i mean in, there's this there's this quality of crystal that like i want to see like Alyssa edwards play crystal <laughs> Oh, yes. You know, like, there's a bit of that. Like, that moment was, it makes me just think of, like, one of my favorite uh, Alyssa Edwards quotes that I think, I know that Amanda has done in an episode of either Scrooge's (laughs) Girlfriends at some point of, like, oh, well, I mean, I only just ruined my, lost my entire reputation. But, I mean, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, when she's fighting with Coco? Yes, I know exactly. I can't remember (laughs) the exact quote. Oh, well, I just, you know. Uh, lost my, you know, yeah, whatever it was, it's that. It's yeah, that kind my of reputation. Scoffing. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And like the scoffing interrupts the words. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, oh, you know, just. Uh, just yeah, lost my so, reputation. <laughs> I just lost my entire <laughs> reputation. I mean, and I feel like that's what Crystal was doing here. <laughs> yes. Oh, just like her sort of uh, trying to defend herself and not really being used to that, and uh, but also, you know, sticking up for herself in a way. It's it's great. I'm glad yeah. that we got this crystal scene. Me too. Um, yeah, oh, I'm really I love the inclusion of it. I just it was mm-hmm. such a great little like nuance to the episode. Uh, and I like that there is that moment where Jackie calls out the accent, which at this point it was like almost like a joke with the audience of like, yeah, why does Crystal have that accent if no one else does? Uh, and I like that like Jackie kind of like says it along with her you know my father came from out arkansas and then she does this like snot snot rocket gesture oh i didn't even see it i didn't catch it it's so funny it's so it's like such like a (laughs) it's so nuanced like she's doing snot rockets right like putting the one finger on one nostril uh it's great um but yeah then crystal goes to storm off and uh you know jackie begs for her help and uh, 
you know, she's like, <laughs> about the peanut butter, she's like, you know, I don't know, the crunchy kind. Like, that she needs peanut butter from the supermarket. And she's like, I don't know, the crunchy kind. She's like, oh, is that the kind the kids like? And there was just something about the way Jackie goes, I don't know, it's the kind I like. Like, I... <laughs> yeah. I thought that was such a an interesting choice of like what it probably is to parent sometimes where it's like, I don't know. I like it. Let's see if they like it. You know? Yeah. Can I, I just want to have a little bit more of, I, I, it's like the peanut butter sort of represents just a little bit of like identity, just like a sliver of my like previous self. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because so much of yourself has to be you know what the kids like and what right. you know what they're going to eat and uh it is it's a lot but i the one thing that i do love when crystal she's she's like jackie i think you owe me a, an apology the way she likes <laughs> <laughs> she's like kind of shaking she's like i think you owe me an apology <laughs> the way that she shakes oh, I love yeah it. oh it's it's perfect oh god, god. bless natalie uh, west that should have been the hashtag yeah right uh yes. well I guess it doesn't really fully rhyme. God bless Natalie West. We request Natalie West. Oh, yeah. There's the ST. Yeah. Well, well, oh, yeah. well you know, listen. No, still perfect. working through it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, the sentiment still stands. You know? That's true. That's true. Um, so uh, the next scene is that first night uh, when Dan comes home from work and Jackie is mm-hmm. at the ready to serve him pot roast. Yeah. And suddenly it's just like a switch. Yeah. It, I feel like, you know, the first time I saw this episode and even like the second time, I almost like didn't I like didn't like it. I was like, oh, Jackie's being because she like she has like it, it found her oats. It's also a bit like Mrs. Doubtfire when like, you know, he finally like figures yes. out how to keep the house clean and whatnot. Where like Jackie, you know, uh, she's, you know, gotten the kids to help. But the house is clean. Dinner is made. Everything is in order. She's got the apron on. Um no, I don't think she has the apron on in this scene, but she's like essentially, you know, has the metaphorical apron on and has transformed into, you know, uh, what eventually kind of becomes a moment of step for Jackie. But yeah, she's, uh, it's almost like she is, yeah, like the newlywed wife of Dan, like she's, uh, or like the new girlfriend, like she's just, you know, um, can't wait doting to over him. him. Yeah, doting yeah. over him. Yeah, yeah. And I. I wonder, like, if this was, like, a movie, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of wanted to see, even though it's kind of understood, like, what Crystal helped Jackie with. Like, that's the scene Mm -hmm. I want to see. Like, this is how you do this, and let me show you how to do the pot roast. And then she just kind of gets a crash course behind the scenes, and, like, now she's kind of confident to serve it to him. And just, like, you know, right when he needs another potato, here you are, dear. It's like It it really Mm -hmm. is, like you said, step for Jackie. And I, I agree, there is something... I wish there was a little bit more of like, uh, what's what's what what am I looking for here? Just like that she slips a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like almost drops the pot, like the plate or something. Like whoop, oh! But it's it's all just like perfectly executed. Right, right. Like if anything, she's like predicting, you know, his request. She has the potato ready yeah. before he asks. She, you know, she has the applesauce. Like it's. Uh, oh, she yeah, brings the right. bread, the you know. Yes. I know um, the two slices of just plain bread. Pl- that's plain like something bread. my mom would do too. Oh, I know. I was like, oh God, this like, like, I mean, no digs against pot roast. I was like, pot roast and potatoes and bread. I was like, oh man, like. I would need a nap afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I I could sleep in that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 
you know, and yeah, and she's kind of like also like doting over him because Dan's talking about work and, you know, uh, the, the architect took his idea and she's like, oh, your idea. And like, she's just like fawning over him in a way that it feel like I think. And Roseanne as a show does this where there's kind of those moments of almost like surreal satire, you know, and I almost feel yes. like it's Jackie is supposed to be a little over the top, I think. In yeah. This scene, you know, I think so. And, and I think. One of the things this I mean, this is more of like a closing thought, maybe, but I I just kept waiting for the other the other shoe to drop. Like I thought mm-hmm. that she was going to crash and burn again, like it was going really well. And then she's like on the floor covered in spaghetti or something, you know, right, what I mean? like right. I thought it was. But I, I do love that it just continued, really. And she kind of nailed it in a way. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You almost prepare for it to be like, you know, and maybe Roseanne to the rescue in the end and like, well, that's Jackie for you. And I think that would have been, uh, there probably would have been a funny moment with Spaghetti, but I think the the diminishing returns compared to what we get instead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, So that, so that scene happens and, you know, it's kind of this initial bonding, you know, uh, you know, even Dan saying like, I think I'm going to have to upgrade you from sister-in-law to friend. Yeah. Uh, You know, so it's kind of this nice little, you know, uh, I I also love how he says like, uh, oh, I made pot roast. Yeah. It's, uh, it's Crystal's recipe. Oh, Crystal makes great pot roast. Like, I don't know why the way he said Crystal makes great pot roast. The way she's known for that, I thought was very, uh, very sweet. Yes. And Dan's great. Like, I, I, I just think, I mean, there's so, you've talked about it before, too, of just, like, how great of an actor he is and, like, how well he fits this role. And I love when, I think it happens a little bit later, but I love when he gets, like, a little femme. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. jokingly femme, but it's also cute at the same time. I just think there's a lot of different layers to Dan that, uh, you know, he has, there's a lot of, um, I don't know, shades of Dan that really are interesting and i think like if i did go back and watch it that i'd pay more attention to him than i did the first time yeah i mean you know i've come to the realization especially after anthony hopkins that like some men are queens you know yes Uh, anthony hopkins is a queen john goodman is a queen Mm -hmm. stanley tucci is a queen you know like some men are queens and (laughs) yeah Yes, John Goodman is a queen. Oh, my God. He is so good. And, like, I think that's one of the things I love about this episode. Because Roseanne is, like, Roseanne Barr is a very specific energy. And it's a whole other conversation of Roseanne. Sure. And, you know, I and I'm not even talking about her politics or her tweets or whatever. I'm just talking about Roseanne as an actress in the 80s and the 90s. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's such a powerful energy in the room that everybody else in the show obviously you know orbits around her and what i love about this episode is like i mean while we other episodes you see scenes of just like dan and jackie alone i think especially getting so much time to just like see those characters breathe and interact and like not be at odds with each other or not kind of be in relation to each other about roseanne you know like it's just Mm -hmm. It's so interesting to watch them have a specific relationship. And it's such a, like, I think what works so well is, like, it's John Goodman and Laurie Metcalf. Like, it's just, it's bananas sometimes when I think about, like, the caliber of actors on this show. And, like, the fact that this was just some some show on TV, you know, with this, like, what feels like I'm watching is, you know, like, a Broadway production in terms of, like, yeah. the scenes and the script and the actors. Like, it's really, it's just it's so much better than I ever gave the show credit for, you know? 
Yeah, I think that the the sort of natural feel of how like Dan, you know, more specifically like John Goodman, like some of my the things that immediately come to my head. I love those moments where he I feel like sometimes he goes into like a southern accent. He's like, well, darling. And then he like Mm -hmm. just sort of like starts to like creep up on Roseanne. And then he like smothers her with kisses and she laughs. And it's so like, ugh. Damn. Right? It's it's so right? fun to watch. Yeah. And so believable. Yeah, he's such like a I mean, I feel such a I feel like, like he's snuggle monster. Yeah. yeah. And he's like not perfect and he's not a perfect dad and he's not a perfect husband, but he's like I feel like it's one of those people where it's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, you're like a good person. Like you have a good yes. heart, you know, you have good intentions and like it really shines through throughout the series. Like mm-hmm. I think no matter how weak the show got, I feel like John Goodman always like was always strong. Um, I think yeah. in the Connors, ugh, that shows he lost so a lot of weight too. He lost a I lot like of weight. A little bit, like not. That, I mean, obviously, like he's probably you know maybe a little bit more healthy, but it's like it makes him look older in a way too. When yeah. like a lot of people, when you're used to people, you know that have that uh, you know a little bit more weight on them, and then they lose weight, and they're like, whoa! It's like it's like they instantly become ten years older. Yeah, um, he just feels very old on the Connors, and like yeah. I guess Dan is supposed to be, but... Um... The one thing that popped in my head right now, what is that one episode where I would love if this was, like, after this episode, but it would also mm-hmm. be fine if... I don't know if you remember this, where... I don't know if it's the end of an episode, but, like, Jackie's boyfriend is beating her up or something like that, and she's crying oh. in the kitchen. Yeah. I, I was thinking, like... It was thinking if we were to do more than one episode, like, yes. that would be the other episode to do, because Jackie's great in that, but yes... yes when Dan like leaves to go beat the guy up. Oh my God. And he just that... like thinks about it for a second. Yes. And then oh. he goes, a queen, yes. <laughs> a queen, a queen. That happens later in the series, oh. but yeah, that's a great, great episode. Um, oh my God. Laurie Metcalf's incredible in that episode. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I love that moment. Yeah. He thinks about it for a second. Oh, um, yeah, and there's this, like, great fight that, like, Dan and Roseanne have, I think, towards the end, maybe, like, season eight or something, where he, like, you know, throws everything off the mantle, and he, and he tips over Whoa. the coffee table, and she throws something into the television. It's it's quite a moment, yeah. Uh, Love so, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you should totally rewatch Roseanne, and, and totally start from season one. It's worth it. It's... Uh, I got so sucked in. I, st- I still mm-hmm. rewatch episodes. Like, this is a show I'll like. It's almost like The Office, where I'm like, okay, sure. I'm going to put on a yes, little Roseanne. Yes. Um, so, uh, speaking of Roseanne and speaking of Jackie, uh, so the next morning, this is where, like, we get full on, like, step for Jackie, where she's kind of, like, gone into leave it to beaver mode and she's. Um, you know, and it's almost French like toast. she's yeah. making French toast that like looked a little too hard for French toast for me. I was like, this is regular toast. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little. French toast has a bit of a flop to it. You know? Yes, I need it. Um, but it's almost like this morning is like it, it does almost feel like a scene in the Stepford Wives where like, you know, the, the non-robot character is like something's different about you. Something's going on. Uh, and I feel like Dan kind of rolls with it first and is like really kind of into it and then i think it's like he almost starts to enjoy it too much like i feel like he he has a moment of like uh i gotta get out of here like this is uh this is not too real too surreal you know yeah Mm -hmm. um 
And then I feel like Darlene and Jackie are just, you know, and DJ are just the most well-behaved, angelic children they've ever been. Yeah, because even I think that might have been the pot roast scene right before is when Dan was like, did the kids do their homework? And like, Mm -hmm. she's like, yep. And I thought like the gag was like, we would get to see, I don't know, or like we knew secretly that the, the kids like didn't do their homework or that it was like a really a struggle. And, and the, but she said, yep, they did it. And there is that sort of like, I j- that's maybe the part that I don't believe, I guess, but it, I, I like that it just sort of fits this narrative of, you know, the Stepford wife, the Stepford children, everyone's just like falling into place and helping out and being yeah. well-behaved, I guess, because of it. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's almost like we're we're being shown, like, the idea is, like, you know, if Dan and Jackie got together, it's almost as if we're, like, seeing that story being told in reverse. You know, it's because you think about it, like, Jackie is Roseanne's sister, and so between yeah. Jackie and Dan, they might have kids who look like Darlene and Becky and DJ. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, there's, like, yeah. you could kind of see this as, like, oh, well, maybe, you know, if they had Jackie as a mom and, and Dan had Jackie as a wife, like, sure, they'd still live in Lanford, but every, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be kind of, like, reacting to or be a product of, like, Roseanne's tumultuous energy, you know? Yes. Um, and I feel like as the episode goes on, it's almost like we we kind of creep back towards reality. They kind of creep back towards that moment where it could have happened. And instead, mm-hmm. as Jackie says, like, I, I let my sister have you, you know? So all yeah. the scenes leading up to that are almost telling us what would have happened if she went for Dan, you know? Yeah, and us not knowing at the same time that Dan, you know, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but, like, remembers the first time he met her so vividly, like, that that that's mm-hmm. sort of in the back of his mind as he's watching all of this unfold. Like, whoa, this is getting a little too real, and I think you could see that on his face. And that's maybe why he sort of is like, okay, I got I to gotta go because this isn't right. really my life. I got I to gotta right. take a breather. Yeah, I can get too comfortable with this, but like, oh, before I go, she's gonna put powdered sugar on my French toast. Like, it's yes, yes, you know, um, and you know, and it's so funny. Like, in the, I feel like it's only in this episode where like Becky is like she's so like such a hip cat. She's like, what's the haps, Jax? Like, she doesn't ever talk like that in other episodes. Yeah, um, she's like, hey, so Jaybird, so you're an experienced woman. Like, there's <gasps> yes, something yes, about yes. this version of Becky that like again almost makes me feel like oh this is like these fantasy kids and like this is the this is this variation of becky this is the this sliding doors version of becky you know yeah i love how she calls roseanne mother all the time too that's Uh like like a little nuance that i love um yeah it's almost like in the writing or even the directing of this episode like i feel like those scenes were like specifically directed to like what you just said like remember like this is like an alternate universe you know and you guys are all sort of on board now so it's like the transformation is complete you're now jackie's kids mm-hmm. yeah right it's interesting it's cool it is because i mean i also feel like you know that central tension on roseanne throughout the entire series that like we kind of are brought back to in the very last moment of the episode mm-hmm. is like I think it's also something that kind of kept me away from the show is I always thought, Oh God, it's so mean spirited. Like she's so like tough with the kids and like, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't like mean moms, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. uh, And I like always kind of like 
and there are moments of there, it's certainly not one note. Like I think it's a very nuanced way that like Roseanne bonds with her kids. And there are some really great moments throughout the series, but um, you know, in, instead of that, instead of having to navigate any of that, it's like, you know, just having like, just fun, fun mom, Jackie. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting reality, uh, that, yeah, that Dan, uh, has to escape from and kind of make a joke about before he leaves. Yep. Um, and then we kind of get, yeah, we get the, the last scene or the, you know, sort of the, I think not the last scene of the episode, but I think really like the climactic scene of the episode, Mm -hmm. uh, is that night, you know, Jackie's made Dan dinner again, uh and she's doing the dishes and this whole scene what i i loved because then i felt like we moved out of the stepford jackie and this was kind of the energy i kind of wanted the whole episode you know yeah she's sort of like off the clock at this yeah. point too. yeah and i yeah. love a, i mean we love a good dishwashing scene hello oh that's right oh my god yes i forgot oh my god this was <laughs> another the, great yeah add it to the list of great dishwashing scenes yes um uh, yeah, and I think that like this, this scene, like this whole segment, I think is like again, like if this is one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen, this is this in particular is the best part. I I almost feel like I'm watching the comeback. Like there's so many nuances and so many notes that Laurie Metcalf is playing throughout this scene. Yeah, it's really intimate. And this is where I was like, oh, this is, we're going here. I guess we're going this way, Shangela. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, right, right. Uh, but yeah, it's like, I think in general too, and even in the pot roast scene, there is this sort of, like you said, it's like the one act play vibe where they take their time with their lines or they might overlap or they might mm-hmm. take an extra beat to think about it. And I think Jackie or Laurie Metcalf specifically really takes her time with this and Again, it's like, I think, what were we talking about last week? Oh, it's uh, the Moonstruck kitchen scene at the end where they, you know, they kind of really rehearse the heck out of it, too. And I, yeah. I, I would hope in my mind that this was uh, a similar situation where they just like, just just play and see what happens. We're going to do a couple takes and um, just go for it. Like, what a gift as a director to, like, work with these actors. Right? Ugh. I just feel like, it's, uh, especially sitcom television, so rarely gives actors a so rarely has actors like Laurie Metcalf and John Goodman in a scene together, and b gives them that room to just kind of exist and not worry about like oh when's the next punchline you know exactly and I'm so glad that it was all through I don't know body language and conversation rather than like you know. Uh, someone leans in for a kiss or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like it it didn't go there, but like, it's almost like the way she said, Dan, I should have grabbed you when I first saw you, you know? And like, it's almost like I, I imagine this, but I don't think she did. Like, it's almost like one of those playful punches Mm -hmm. that she does, but I don't think she did that. But in my mind, that could have been, you know, a a lesser, uh, you know, if if it wasn't written as well, maybe that would have been in the script. And then he like grabs her hand and then like, you know, right. takes her to the bedroom. But, like, obviously that's not going to happen. Like, th- that's not what this episode is about either. Yeah, and, and I think, like, again, like, that would have been one place to go. But then it goes in such a more subtle direction. And she's, you mm-hmm. know, she says, but no, I, you know, let my sister have you. And I, um, you know, set aside my budding desires. And, like, Dan kind of has a moment of almost, like, it's like he, he takes it in and he, like, kind of, you know, there's like a, a very tight smile on his face. And then it's like, 
oh, oh, this is getting real. And, he's, and then he like grabs the pot off the stove. He's like, oh, I'm just going to let this soak. And I think what was mm-hmm. really interesting about this was like she continues to play then that note with him. If he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll get that tomorrow. And she's like, so, so what time are you leaving tomorrow? And then he starts talking about like, you know, his next day. And that's when she starts to smile and say, like, you are so funny. Like, that's when she reacts to his Mo- to his embarrassment you know what i mean instead of oh, it being an immediate right. response you know yes and she says it twice she's like i did i'm i embarrassed you just then mm-hmm. you know what i mean that sort of like playfulness but like because he denies it i feel right and like and the way that she doesn't even say what it is she's like you know because of you know like it's it's an unspoken thing it's like mm-hmm. i you know there was this kind of vulnerable moment where like I, you know, acknowledged that I had feelings for you at one point, you know, and yeah. and you didn't know what to do with that. Cause she does say before that, like, I bet you don't even remember the first time we met. And he's like, no, I do. She's like, you know, no, you don't. He's like, no, you're right. I don't. And so, and like, cause that's kind of the act one gun for the end of the scene. Yes. But weaving throughout this conversation before, I think the embarrassment moment, they talk about this guy, Paul, that this cop, Paul, that she's been seeing. Yes. Um, Paul. Cause all of this is also inspired by the fact that like, you know, Jackie's just like, well, that's just the way guys are. And Dan's like, well, you know, no, not all guys are like that. I'm not like that. Yeah. This is like Jim asking Pam to talk about Roy. Mm. You know what I mean? It's that's like, there's exactly. always, and there's that underlying, like, well, you're with that guy. I, I, I don't know where, I, but like, that's kind of the vibe I was getting from right. this. Right. Like you can do better. Like, that's so true. There was like an early Jim and Pam vibe. Of mm-hmm. like you know you can do better than this and you know you don't deserve to be treated that way and yeah um and and so yeah they're sitting at the table together you know and you know he says it again like you know Jackie like you really shouldn't you know draw the line with these guys you really sh- you could do better than this like you know you're uh you're a nice person you're you're nice looking you know you got a good personality um and she was like oh you know and she's like do you mean that and he's like yeah yeah I do mean that and. And all of this is being played. It's so subtle. It's like sitcom television is never this subtle. Yeah. Um, it's all in like the micro reactions. It's all in like then the way that she looks at him again and the way that they kind of share a smile and like the tension of that moment, you know? Hmm. I know. If, I wish, I kind of wish there were different camera angles, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of like, again, if this was like a, a filmed one act play, there's so much room to play like with how you capture this but like i mean it's also fine how it is at the same time yeah i mean it's i I, i'll take it i agree yeah like i agree i'd love to see like multiple angles and i also love like there's something about like seeing it as a sitcom like seeing it through that like the way that sitcoms look and feel but that they're having this moment you know where it's like oh like it feels special because in this format we rarely see this kind of subtlety you know yeah yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, it's oh, it's so good. And so then the phone rings, and Dan gets up to get it, and it's Roseanne. Um, and you know, Jackie's like, "Oh, I'm gonna leave," and and she goes to get her coat, and then Dan, you know, uh, says, "Hold on," on the phone. And this moment, oh my god, ev- ugh, yeah. it is incredible this is to me like again this is like a moment in a play like this does not feel like it is too smart for television you know yes i love just the device of roseanne calling because it's like what would have happened if roseanne didn't call like how long would have this gone on and like jackie saying oh yeah i i should probably be going anyway it's perfect 
Right. I feel like that's when the fantasy really kind of like, okay, yes. like we've come back to reality. Roseanne, Roseanne's energy has entered the house again. Like, mm-hmm. let's get back to reality. And, yes. uh, and then Dan, like he says, you know, I think, you know, we had just lost to whatever other school, um, you know, you were standing with, you know, you were wearing a gray hoodie, um, and you were standing with someone with red hair, um, you know, and like recalling, like that was the first time they had met. And, Laurie Metcalf and that goddamn coat acting. He is added to the uh, list of <laughs> holding a coat acting. Holding yeah. a coat. She's like half pulling her coat on and like yes. pauses while he says that and like the camera slowly zooms in on her and like it is a face journey. Laurie Metcalf is like doing so much in that shot. It's it's so good. And then she puts her hand on her chest like ugh. You know, just like she takes it in, and I just swoon. I just yeah. lose my mind. That is so. That moment is so good and so smart. Ugh, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's like they're they're right back at that moment. They're right back at yeah. high school, and it's like the sort of. But how it's like so it's so complex because like it's it's her brother in law. And like, yeah, like they, I think, they can't explore it. Yeah. But I think that's all that she needs. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, I think it's it's yeah. that sort of like there are men that pay attention to the right things and there are men that can treat you well. And maybe it's like she leaves with she leaves with something, whatever, however mm-hmm. you want to define that. Yeah, because I because I, I think there's also something to be said for the fact that this was a fantasy and that like ultimately this can't none of this could have been a reality and like what we just saw was just a fantasy that played out and she got to experience it and like then come back to her life and like again like you know that just the brilliant moment of like dan saying drive safely or whatever and then in the layered way she goes thank you and it's so about more than drive safely you know it's like thank you this is yes that's what i needed and then she leaves oh it's that I oh brilliant just a brilliant scene and I also love correct me if I'm wrong too but Dan is still on the phone with Roseanne yeah. when he says all that it's like the sort of like the the you know the palm right. at the end of the phone at least how phones were back then um, that it's like it, Roseanne didn't hear that she's mm-hmm. never gonna hear it I don't know I just think that's that's another like nuance that I, I I'm glad that they included and then he just kind of picks up the phone and says like anyway honey like. Yeah, he like takes puts the receiver back to his ear and he goes, um, "Hi, honey, I miss you." And there's like this body language he has of kind of like, it it's it's weird. It it's not as if he doesn't it's not that he didn't miss her, but like he has to kind of swing into that direction and away from the moment he just had with Jackie, you know. Um, and it's yeah. yeah, I feel like that was ugh. It's just I I loved all of that. And then in the next scene, you know, Roseanne is home and you know Jackie's you know. Sister Jackie again, Aunt Jackie again. Um, oh yeah, the, with the Dorothy, the Dorothy Hamill haircut, haircut, and all the kids yes. are surrounding her, and um, you know, and it just kind of ends on like just a, you know a, a moment of Roseanne being like, "All right, well, have you had lunch yet?" And then that's it. Like it just it's back to you know the reality that they all know, and like Jackie's kind of like watching from yeah. the doorway. But I think she's okay. Yeah, it's not like she and Dan exchange a look or anything. Yeah. It's like everything's back to normal. I almost feel like they'll never talk about that moment again. Yeah. You know, like everything goes on business as usual. Roseanne will never know about it. You know, like 
uh, they'll always kind of just have that moment. It's it, it's an interesting, um, you know, uh, not secret that they have, but like a bond that they've created outside of her. Yeah, I feel like you rarely get a moment with like an in-law or even like someone in your immediate family to really kind of have that. I mean, granted, it, it like borders, you know, romantic intimacy, but just like even as far as him saying like, you know, those guys you date, you know, you deserve better than that. Like how often have like Dan and Roseanne had those conversations where like maybe Roseanne was like, well, you should tell her that Dan, like, because she's not listening to me. And he's like, oh, well, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that. And like, he finally gets the chance to do it. And it's like this beautiful moment. And, uh, so crucial to like, I, maybe for both of them, but more so for Jackie. But I think it's just it it like brings them closer at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's you know I I feel like it makes me kind of want to like rewatch the whole series and just pay attention to like Dan and Jackie's relationship. Yeah. Um, and like those moments, like yeah, like when you know he beats up Fisher, the guy who was hitting her, yes. and like kind of that moment in the relationship. But like yeah, the, Dan and Jackie, I think are. Uh, are a fascinating pair mm-hmm. throughout the series. Yeah. Um, and I guess it, a reason to, you know, watch maybe select moments of the Connors because obviously Roseanne is not in that and it is just Dan and Jackie. Oh, you yeah. Know? Um, and kind of like what that version of their relationship yeah. is, yeah. you know? It's great. It's a great uh, episode. Yeah. And a great show. Yeah. And I love Laurie Metcalf to pieces. I do too. Oh my God. So much fun. I, uh, well, maybe we'll find another episode of Roseanne to do at some point. Maybe there's a, a more crystal heavy episode or maybe the one, one of the ones with Shelly Winters. Yes. Uh, as the grandma. It's <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. Or even another Laurie Metcalf episode. Yeah. I mean, r- there can't be too many. So, yeah. um, yeah. So if there's anyone listening who has like a favorite Roseanne episode, and and maybe there's a decent Connors moment you want to tell us about. <laughs> uh, you know, let us know. Yes. Um, and if you want to know how, well, lucky for you, we're about to. We, we no, we just got played off. We're being played off. So this is when we're going to tell Perfect. you how. Um, where can folks find more of you? They can find me on my other podcast, The Good Vanilla, which is out every Tuesday, and it's a Barefoot Contessa podcast for anyone who watches that show on the Food Network and. They can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Kochanov. How about you, Colin? Well, you can hear more of me on my other podcasts, All Right, Mary. Uh, currently, we're we're talking about Drag Race Down Under. Down Under. And, you know, uh, yeah, which is, you know, a whole thing. Uh, or you can find me on in, in the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, which I think um, I'll get back to a lot more once this day job's over. I've yeah, decided, that'll be so like, nice. Yeah, right, because like then I can just like Perfect do timing. all do a lot of podcasting and you know practice my new skills. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you can also find more of both of us in a best supporting capacity on Twitter at BSA Pod, or you can send us an email at thebsapod at gmail dot com. And. Uh, as per usual, keep your peepers peeled because on Friday, our best supporting after show will be out. And I promise you, you do not want to miss this. Forget the Super Bowl. <laughs> forget Queen's Gambit. The, the game out. that everybody is on the edge of their seats for is which waste is it? Oh my if you want to know I'm what so that excited. is, tune, tune in, in Friday. Yeah. And uh, that, as they say, is that.